Welcome to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's only fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines with Kevin Watt and Zach Newfeld. We're brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. If you're new to the sport of triathlon, here's your chance to get into a coaching program at a super price. It's the TriJoy Try for 50 promotion. You get one-on-one consultation, a four-week training program, and weekly email consultations with a TriJoy coach for only $50 a month. That's the TriJoy Try for 50 promotion. See the TriJoy link on the FitSpeak page for more information. We're also brought to you by Wenting Cycling Mission. Here's your Wenting's Word of the Week. It is Jackson. Once again, the Wenting's Word of the Week is Jackson. Mention that word or that name to Leah, Elizabeth, Bruce, or Dylan the next time you are at Wenting's and you'll win a prize. It's just that easy. One more time, the Wenting's Word of the Week is Jackson. On the program today, Zach Newfeld's here with his feature called Between the Ears. We will have our feature interview with Michelle from the Campbell Valley Wine Run. We'll take a look at some of the things going on in our area on the event schedule, but kicking things off, here's the roundtable. Well, here we are again. The Terrible Trio is coming to you from the Fitspeak Studios. It's a Wednesday night. It's not too bad out there. Summer is hanging on. We've got Kevin Watt, who's writing his script. We've got Zach Newfeld, who's had a, a challenging summer. Zach, what's the challenge is all about? Oh, boy. Um, probably my first significant injury, I'd say. Life gave me lemons, and I made lemonade. So I've been at the ARC here in Abbotsford just... Water running, water running, water running. My, I hurt my foot, by the way. And you had to change the race that you're doing on Sunday, September 17th, the Dynamic Race Events Finale down at Cultus Lake. Yes. You're now doing something else. Now I'm on to the aqua bikes. So I was going to do the half Ironman and um, worked out in my favor, actually. The aqua bike is the same distance as the Ironman, except half I'm not going to be, sorry, half Ironman, yes, and I'm not going to be doing the run section. Probably wise advice as you get ready for uh, beer mile season and true, serious true. running season. Also with us tonight is the person who, in part, helped me get through the Ultra 520K way back at the start of August. He was with me in the water. Well, no, he was with me in spirit in the water, but he was also with me on the bike and on that evil, evil run all the way from Princeton to Summerland. Uh, Kevin thanking him for his help along the way. What have you been up to? Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, let me just go back to that Ultra 520, guys. Uh, let's just uh, revisit that one a little bit here. Um, 10 seconds. The run for Mr. Hines here on the 520 happened to be 84 kilometers long. Uh, it was through the back roads, and I'll tell you, it was very humbling to watch him um, finish this run I was blown away um, it was hard it was hard to watch it was hard but uh, he got through it and it, uh, what have I been doing this summer um, I've been noble in my community he has <laughs> as, as Kevin puts it um, our ambassador well you know I've just been volunteering and it's just kind of become part of the routine I guess so what sorts days. of uh, cool. things what sorts of events have you been doing your good deeds at well I helped organize the positive spin um, 
we were successful with that. Uh, we had about 60 or 70 riders to that event. So, you know, that took a lot of time. And But I enjoyed it. I get a lot out of it. Uh, also, helping out with you. Um, we volunteered for the Ultra 520. That was a Ford four-day event three-day event uh seemed three like days. seemed like a five-day event yeah. but it's actually three days of uh well, three so-called day. racing yeah yeah and so volunteering for that was um so-called racing yeah quite quite long days um but i was happy to do it it's just part of what we do with all this experience we've gathered and earned along the way um volunteered for a couple of united velo bike races they put on a series of five masters races so they'll be having that again next year and they'll be even more success we're looking forward to that one and also um one that's near and dear to my heart of course is uh, the valley grand fondo uh volunteer for that religiously help out behind the scenes um and um uh, I look forward to it every year. Now, so, sorry, Zach, go for I, it. I was just going to say, I've been interested in, in volunteering, but I've actually told people I don't like it, even though I haven't done it yet. So why, uh, what can you tell me and people like me uh, that are interested in volunteering to kind of get us to, to maybe start? Uh, just pick an event that you like, that, uh, that kind of speaks to you and just get in touch with the event organizer and uh, ask him if you need a hand. Um, Do you enjoy volunteering? You know something? I think it's part and parcel to being involved in different events, you know, a background in triathlon and, you know, and soccer and cycling and stuff. You just, you end up getting pulled into it and it's... You recognize a couple of things. One is um, these friendships that you make from doing these events. But the other thing too is that you really realize after a while that these events do not happen without volunteers. And sometimes, you know, throughout your sporting career, you may flat spot but you don't want to just entirely leave so you stay connected in other ways so this is one way that you know maintained uh, a mm-hmm. relationship in you know the events and right. the people that well I, and i notice as i'm starting to race more and race bigger races i want to still stay involved mm-hmm. in some of the other races i used to do mm-hmm. so i think that's a great well that's I think it I will you know fellas like joe you know his event his events wouldn't be successful if he hadn't built relationships with his racers and and you know perhaps if they get an injury or something you know in one year and they, the year isn't so successful for them they can always just step in lend their experience the race experience to the event as a volunteer and you know they can mentor people who are just up and coming and brand new to the sport because we were all there once we we're all brand new to the to the sport right so that's that's just what you pick up along the way when you're doing the events and stuff like that. Cool. Thanks, Kevin. Well, let's get this show on the road. All right, Fitspeak fans, you hear that music. You know what time it is. Time for Instagram shoutouts. It's time to rock and roll. Definitely been a busy summer. Lots happening. We've had the mech races, Ultra 520, gravel ride races, Iron Man, we've had the Rattlesnake Swim up in Peachland, and we can't forget the Terry Fox 360 back in the end of August. We have been watching you. We have been paying attention to what you have been doing this summer. A lot of goals were crushed, and a lot of hard-earned medals were earned along the way. Shoutouts go to at Running Girl Meg. 
she's an elite Vancouver runner. Check her out on Instagram and you can also check out her web page. Looking for a healthy, whole, organic superfood? Check out at Growing Fresh. They're based out of Abbotsford. They're all natural. They're all organic. Uh, shout out to Roborda Pal74, who always posts the best photos of food. You can always follow her as well at Paliotti's Maple Ridge for more great photos of food. Local female cycling legend at Kopi64, aka Natalie, who loves riding her Pinarello Dogma. You can also find her riding out in the Fraser Valley on her bike with United Velo Cycling Club. Keep tagging us at FitSpeak and use the hashtags FitSpeak and FitSpeak Motivation. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. And for our upcoming event schedule, the first event we want to tell you about is happening out in Chilliwack, and it's really what Fitspeak is all about, promoting health and wellness through physical activity. The event is called Chilliwack Moves, a run for prevention. The money raised is going to the Chilliwack Park Society. You can choose either the 8K or 5K distance. That's being held on Sunday, October 1st. Go to ChilliwackMoves.com to sign up and get more information. Event number two is out for the folks in the Maple Ridge area. The rec center there is offering a class called 202020. This would be great for a person who needs a more diverse approach to their fitness routine, more than just, say, running or biking all the time. The class contains 20 minutes of cardio, 20 minutes of strength training, and 20 minutes of stretching and core work. Call 604-467-7322 to get more information, or you can just drop by the Maple Ridge Rec Center on Tuesday mornings at about quarter to nine. Finally in mission at the Rec Center there, the Masters Swimming Classes are starting up again on Tuesday, September 19th at 7.45, that's in the evening. The classes run for an hour on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can email aakandt at gmail.com or just follow our link to get more details on that. Stay fit, have fun, and get faster. That's Masters Swimming at the Mission Rec Center. Ryan will see you there on Tuesday, September 19th. And that's your upcoming event schedule. I'm Kevin Hines for FitSpeak Express. We here at FitSpeak are really into efficiency, trying to get as much done as smoothly as possible. Saving time by combining activities is a big deal. So when we heard about combining wine drinking with running, we were very interested. The Campbell Valley Wine Run is an event that's being held on Sunday, September 24th out in South Langley. In this FitSpeak Express interview, I speak with Michelle Ingle, the Director of Pacific Riding for Developing Abilities and the Wine Run's Race Director. Michelle, could you tell us the history of the Campbell Valley Wine Run? Well, the Campbell Valley Wine Run has been around for five years now, and it started with a gentleman named Patrick Murphy, who owns Vistadoro Winery. And it was his idea, I believe. And I think he probably got the idea from some of the um, larger runs in the interior. I think it's called um, Uncorked and a, a bigger wine run there. So he thought that he would develop one down here in the Fraser Valley. So we started out with a 15K run. And then the next year, I believe we added a five kilometer run slash walk option for people that wanted a shorter distance. So you're also involved as the executive director of a foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Sure, I'm the executive director of Pacific Riding for Developing Abilities, also known as PRDA, um, and we're located in Langley. We're a therapeutic horseback riding facility for adults and children with disabilities. So we accept clients with such a wide range of challenges, um, anything from like cognitive delay, um, physical disabilities, mental health concerns, um, you name it, basically, uh, we help those people here with a whole different range of equestrian activities. So we were one of the original um, charity recipients for the Campbell Valley Wine Run. And over the last three years, we have now become the sole recipient for the uh, benefit for the wine run. Well, how many people have done your wine run? Last year, we had about 274. This year, right now, we're at 257. When I checked yesterday, we're hoping to get over 300 and I think we're probably going to max out at 350 based on the uh, the route that we take through Campbell Valley Park. So you say the Campbell Valley Wine Run is probably if not for sure the biggest fundraising event about how much money would that raise for you? Last year the Campbell Valley Wine Run um, was able to raise $16,000 for PRDA and that is a huge a huge fundraiser for us. We have others that we've had um, that have gone on for more years than the Campbell Valley Wine Run, but have been um, not netted us the proceeds that this, this that this wine run has provided. So it's a really big deal to us, and it's a, it's very important for us to continue this tradition every year. Now let's talk about wine. I mean the wine run. Um, can you tell us where and when this year's event is being taken place? Uh, sure. This year's event is taking place on Sunday, September 24th. The run starts at 9 a.m. with a pre-run sparkling wine toast <laughs> and it starts at high point equestrian center which is um, just on 200th around zero avenue and the run the 15k route takes you from high point and you run to uh, township seven vineyards then you run to shabberton estates winery then you run to vista doro winery and then back to high point the 5k route simply takes you from high point to vista doro and back to high point there are two other wineries that are part of the Campbell Valley wine route, and that's Glass House and Backyard Vineyards. Those two wineries will be with the other three all at High Point. So you get to experience all five wineries that are part of the Campbell Valley wine route at High Point. I guess they call it High Point for a reason then. <laughs> exactly. That's a lovely facility. And how much does it cost to enter the event? Is there different pricing if you want to do the 5K as opposed to the 15K? Yes, there are two different price points for that. The 5K right now is uh, $50 and the 15K is $90. Unfortunately, the early bird deadline was last week. So um, there is uh, um, a $50 to a $90 fee depending on the length that you choose to run. Another question we often get asked about any of these running events in addition to the price is, what's parking going to be like? Well, actually, High Point has very generously offered us some of their fields to park in. And typically, it's actually a pretty decent place to park. So we have parking volunteers that will direct you. So it's actually not that bad. Um, and in the past, we've also been able to park on the road in certain places. So that makes it a little bit easier. So you'd be surprised how many cars can fit in a horse field. <laughs> Seeing this is an event involving alcohol, is there an age restriction to uh, entering it? 
not to entering it, no, but obviously to participate in the um, beverages, yes. <laughs> so for those um, kids that we have that choose to run, we get a few every year because it is a costumed event. So the kids really enjoy the costume part of it. You know, we have non-alcoholic beverages as well for those guys, but it is certainly uh, all ages are, are welcome to come and participate in the run. You mentioned costume. So um, not only kids, but adults, of course, are encouraged to wear costumes. Um, can you remember some of the more creative or wacky costumes you've seen in your time associated with the Campbell Valley Wine Run? Oh, sure. The, the costumes are the best, actually. I love seeing the creativity. Um, a lot of people dress up as as grapes, but that's, you know, it's always it's always cute with, you know, the balloons and whatnot. Um, we had someone last year, I believe she won actually for the best costume. She was dressed as the Cheshire Cat. Um, we've had other people dress up as superheroes. We've had, we had a woman in a full-on wedding gown and she ran the whole 15K in her wedding gown. So that was impressive. Um, there was a gentleman dressed up as... Um, uh, bedside table and uh, he had it like an Ikea table around his shoulders I don't know how how do you run with that I'm not really sure I, I I was just at high point so I didn't see what happened in between but I I was told he wore it the whole way so people are really creative with their costumes and it's really fun to see we can switch uh, so we know about the wine run we know when it's happening let's tell us about some of your maybe favorite wines along the route do you have any well I do there's actually um Glasshouse is relatively new, so I haven't actually had a chance to be to go there yet. Um, but all the other four wineries that I have been to have sort of their own little specialties. Um, Vistadora, for example, they have um, I think their their main wine is called Murphy's Law, and it's it's kind of a, a nice nice red that I enjoy. Um, Township Seven, uh, the Sauvignon Blanc, is one of my favorites. Um, the Shab at Chabertin. I'm going to sound like an alcoholic. Um, Shabberton makes <laughs> um, a really lovely Bacchus, which I believe I could be wrong, but I think they grow that grape here. And then Backyard, um, I haven't been there for a few months, but they have a good blend called the Nosy Neighbor. Nosy Neighbor. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and the Nosy Neighbor uh, I quite enjoy. white. Yes, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. I think I've, I prefer the white. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a white drinker in the mm -hmm. summer and a red drinker in the winter. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't ask me about the shoulder seasons. Anything goes, mm -hmm. really. Rosé. <laughs> Final question for you. So if you're not drinking wine, whether it's red or white um what's your favorite beverage of choice well you know um it's actually cider and interestingly there's a new fraser valley cidery that's just like two minutes from here just on 16th avenue and they're brand new but i guess because they're a cidery i'm not sure if they could become part of the wine run or not but it would be a really interesting addition and they have i think four or five different ciders with um that are blended with different you know other fruits as well um and they're quite delicious. So yeah, that's a that's a another choice of mine, another favorite for sure. Thank you so much for your time, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Once again, that's the Campbell Valley Wine Run. It's on Sunday the 24th, raising funds for Pacific Riding for Developing Abilities. Sign up at CampbellValleyWineRun.org or just click the link under this interview page. For FitSpeak Express, I'm Kevin Hines. I'm Zach Neufeld, and this is Between the Ears. In previous segments, I've been covering topics in Performance Under Pressure, a book about sports psychology. In this Between the Ears segment, I'm talking about motivation. More specifically, the push and pull factors of motivation. 
Now, I did some research for this talk topic and my resources are referenced on our FitSpeak webpage if you want to check them out. So what is motivation and what are push and pull factors? Motivation is defined in psychology as a process that affects the direction, strength and persistence of goal-directed behavior. In fact, the Latin root of the word motivation means to move, as in what moves us towards our goals. On the other hand, push and pull factors are used to describe how we are motivated towards our goals. Push factors are drives that come from inside us and push us into action. We've talked about pressure in the past and it actually applies here too. Internal tension motivates us to get rid of tension. Remember the tension reflex? where we use experienced tension as a reminder to release tension through breathing and physical relaxation of our muscles. That's a form of push motivation, being pushed to relax. Another example would be hunger. So when we feel hunger, we are uncomfortable and pushed to eat something. So it will go away. The hunger will go away. But what about when we get up at 5 a.m. to do that pool swim when we just want to sleep in? What's that all about? This is where we get to pull factors. These are interesting. Pull factors work because we desire external rewards that motivate us. This can be more cognitive, mental, and even go against the flow of desires driven by hunger and fatigue, those push factors. For example, push factors drive us to have a meal, but full pull factors are what get us to have dessert after we're full. We're motivated by the taste of the dessert and that drives us. Drug addicts, for example, can be pulled by the high they get. It makes me wonder, do us triathletes get pulled into sports and competitions because of stuff like adrenaline, endorphins, and dopamine? The runner's high, perhaps? It's an interesting idea worth investigating. Now, how do we push, use push and pull factors um, in sports? Have you ever felt push to train harder? Have you ever experienced being literally pulled to the finish line at the end of a race like I have? Push and pull factors play a huge role by motivating us in exercising, training, and racing. Knowing how to use these pushes and pulls can help us perform much better. Try deliberately meditating on the strengthening internal tension, such as that classical type A ego need for a personal best that pushes you or focusing attention on the reward, like repeatedly visualizing what it will look, smell, sound, taste, and feel like to cross the finish line. Let it pull you. Let's flesh this out a little bit. Here's a case study example. Let's call our athlete Sherry. She's a runner who's done several uh, races over the past five years. She wants to do a marathon, but hasn't been able to stay motivated enough this year to train throughout the week. She's feeling down and even said to her friend, I signed up for the race because my friends were going and I thought I should try it. But I struggled in my half marathon this spring and I don't know if I can do it. What can Sherry do to get more motivated? Sherry can identify what's pushing and pulling her to do this race and tap into those to motivate herself. Maybe she's paid for the race already and is feeling pressured not to waste some money. This could help her motivate herself to train more so as to not let her money go to waste. We know what that feels like. Perhaps she has a desire to explore her own personal boundaries and to achieve some finisher prestige among her friends. In this way, she'd be motivated to learn more about herself and to show off that finisher medal. Focusing on the, these factors can help her to motivate herself. 
I hope this brief between the ears intro to motivation push and pull factors has been insightful to you and helps empower your training and racing. When you're in need of more motivation, try thinking about what's pushing you or focusing on what's pulling you to get you even more motivated. As always, train well and stay hungry. And that's it for another edition of FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's only wellness, fitness, and endurance sports podcast. This week, I'd like to thank Kevin Watt, along with the newest member of FitSpeak, Zach Newfeld, and our featured guest interviewee, Michelle Ingle from the Campbell Valley Wine Run. FitSpeak is brought to you by Wentings and Mission. Your Wentings word of the week is Jackson. FitSpeak is also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport, featuring the Try for 50 promotion. Check the TriJoy link on the FitSpeak homepage. Join us next time when we'll be going off-road and exploring the worlds of cyclocross and cross-country running. Zach will be here with the results of the Cultus Lake Triathlons. Kevin Watt will be here with his Instagram shoutouts and we'll have a fresh new Fit Tip of the Week. That's all for now. I'm Kevin Hines. Thanks for listening. <laughs>